Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Hey, and welcome to another edition of the plug with Bushy, Sid, and the Mountain Man, and I believe we are, what guys, episode 29? Is that where we are now? Yep, 129. Outstanding, we are moving right along. Who would have thought we'd have been here this long? I, start I figured out. Uh, some... I'm redneck, I don't keep up the goddamn numbers, really? <laughs> yeah, I know, anything higher than his 10 figures, he can't do Motherfucker, it. I made it to fucking 15, shut up. <laughs> Speaking of that, Mountain Man, how you doing? Skitter Pal Meow Meow cannot complain. Hate I hadn't been here a couple episodes because of work, but cannot complain. Sin, what in the hell is up with you? Skitters, Starburst, Eminem, and Marley's. I am doing fucking peachy, sitting over here on my ass, waking up to a cup of coffee, and happy as fuck because that had me a decent, pretty good week. Okay, Can't I'm sudden, what in the fuck was that intro there? What, uh, what, what, what was that? Yeah, that, that was Skittles, Starburst, M&M's, and Molly's. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, like I said, I needed something catchy, so I'm going to go ahead and tell you what I pop in my mouth on a daily basis. I was going to say, I was going to say, that, ladies and gentlemen, is called all right i'm doing pretty okay myself a lot better than i thought i was going to be um but i'll tell you what we can get into that but before that mountain man we haven't heard from you in a while so how was your week this week or the week before because week before wasn't much but you two are gonna laugh your ass off about this week I, i i was going to say you know, you don't show up for the show. We don't care about that week. You're dead to us that week. How about this okay. week? <laughs> well, funny story, uh, which I'm sure you both already read on Facebook, anybody that's got me added. But uh, I, bro, ended up breaking two of my little bitty bones of my body this week, trying to save my son. Outstanding. Yeah. Fell, fell on your junk, huh? No, you call no. that toe jam. No, nothing that, nothing that, nothing that little. That shit, that's a little. It takes a magnifying glass to find it. Anyway, uh, no, I, I wow. well, yeah, shut up. Uh, I ended up breaking two of my toes this week before I went to work. Oh, shit. Uh, me and Jessica, like we always do before I go to work, because I work graveyard shift, bring our son into our bedroom, lay him on the bed. He's sitting there playing little mountain baby. Being himself, which, oh my God, dear Jesus Christ, guys, he just turned 11 freaking months yesterday. One more month, he's a oh, year God. old. 
Outstanding, wow. brother. You, you're getting there. He's going to start walking on you here soon. No, he's already crawling every damn thing now. Whew. Anyway, we is, we come in the bedroom to spend time together while I get ready for work. We lay him in the bed, and I'm getting dressed, getting my socks on, pants on, uniform, all that lovely garb. Jessica looks at me and goes, I got to get something out of our living room, which is right beside our bedroom. She said, keep an eye on him. So I'm standing there watching him. He's playing with his toy, right, laying on his back, just having a ball. I'm like, well, okay, I can go ahead and pull my socks on real quick and just turn right back around and watch him. No harm, no foul. So I put my socks on, and me and Jessica's having a conversation, and my exact words was, well, babe, I really don't think we'll have to worry about that. Oh, shit, no, 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 no. By the time I turned around, my son has flipped himself over on his stomach, started pushing with his arms backwards. Both of his legs, at this point, are hanging off the bed. My first no, that's what I saw. By the last no, he had pushed, and he started sliding off the bed. Now, he's not sliding just to hit the floor. He's sliding in between Jessica's nightstand and the bed. Oh boy. So me and Jessica both go running. Jessica hears me say no. She catches him. I'm literally in full freaking panic mode, running as fast as I can. All of a sudden, it sounds like a gunshot goes off in our bedroom. I kick with only a pair of socks on his double-decker crib, which is basically <laughs> all oak and... Uh, it's got two beds in it, a top and a bottom, like a bunk bed, but we store all his clothes stuff on the bottom and let him sleep on top because it's winter time up here. Heat rises. Duh. I kick it so hard, I go down straight to the floor. Worst pain I ever felt. I thought, oh, I stubbed my toes. Well, this ain't the funny part. Jessica grabs him, picks him up. He's laughing so damn hard because of me kicking the damn thing and laying in the floor. He's laughing so hard that it cracks up Jessica. She's now laughing at me. Both of them laughing hysterically in my pain. And me literally about pissing myself. It hurts so bad. So I'm hobbling around the house thinking, okay, there's stuff. They, they shouldn't be broke. I put on a boot and go to work, and by yeah, by 12.30, because my job being a security officer, you walk a lot. Not a little, a lot. Back to the office, and we're checking a guy in, and he's a doctor. And he goes, "Uh, why are you hobbling around? And I told him what happened. He said, "Uh, you might want to let me check your toes. And you can ask Sin, because I sent a picture, and I sent a picture to you two on our plug page. How did I not see this? My toe, both of my little toe and my other toe was literally black. <laughs> Dude, his foot, when I looked at it, when he sent me the picture, his foot looks like Adam Sandler's foot in fucking... Uh, <laughs> exactly. Mr. Captain Blackfoot is what we're going to name Mountain Man until his foot heals. Captain Blackfoot. Well, black toes, we should oh. say black toes. His whole foot's not black, but... For his... Oh, every one of them are now. All of my toes are now black where the blood's tried to push its way 
through everything. Talk about Total Jam and Earl, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, that is funny. So, needless to say, my week, just to make sure my son didn't bust his head on that nightstand, I ended up taking a damn two broken bones. First boat broken bones ever in the mountain man's life. Still, at the same time, my wife ends up writing me going, Honey, that's the funniest shit I've ever seen, but I feel so bad for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Man. that's fucking funny. Oh, kiss my ass. Anyway, Sin, how was your week? So, so, um, crunch. Uh... <laughs> yeah, crunch. Well, my, my week wasn't uh, as interesting as that as getting a broken foot. However, for the first time ever, I was wearing sunglasses just to watch a fucking Thursday night football game. Don't know if anybody caught that, but I'll keep it short and simple. If I ever see uniforms worn like that again, I'm changing the fucking channel. Period. Point blank. Um, what the fuck is he talking happy about? You're even on the channel. I don't even turn yeah, the channel what on. What the fuck right. are you talking about? Yeah, no, well, Seattle came out with these, uh, the Seattle Seahawks came out with these lime green uniforms that represented not only, I guess, the Xbox, because we all know Bill Gates does own part of the Seahawks, a very small position. They were using their color rush. Yes, but oh my god, dude, it was so fucking bright, man. Like, literally gave me a headache the entire time I was watching the game. Thank goodness for ESPN, let's put it like that. Because, hell, after that, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just sit here and video game. Um, other than that, same old interesting week. Uh, I come, come to find out we we're having a move here by the new year, which is actually crazy. And when I say new year, our lease is up uh, December 1st, and we got to the 31st half. Our ass is out of here. So, technically, right now, we're in the market of looking for a home out here in Vegas, again, of rent. Uh, right now, we're currently in a five-bedroom three-bath, two-car garage, and Sis is trying to find something similar in his neighborhood, but keep in mind you, we paid 1200 when we first moved in here, and because, uh, because of the Raiders Stadium and T-Mobile Arena, you know the rules, if you live in a major city, the cost of living goes up so we can pay for the shit. Actually, no, no, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I live in a two-red light, itty-bitty fucking town. Exactly. Needless to say, right now, from what we quoted when we first moved in this home, it was valued at one hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, it's three hundred thousand right now. In short sale, they want a minimum of two hundred fifty thousand. My sister credit is good, but she cannot afford no two hundred fifty thousand. Not even with co-signers or family you know that has good credit like that on my brother-in-law side there's no way we can afford it and it sort of sucked for us because this is where my baby niece took her first steps she spoke her first words we got our first dog as a family uh that we all agreed on so there's a lot of little history in this house man it's gonna be sad to see it go but hell man we're trying to find something where there's no rugs on the fucking floor so that way it'd be all right but yeah it was it's a been a not not a downer, but it's not been an upper. See, that's tomorrow, man. Tomorrow's Molly re-up day for Sin here. So I'll, I'll be a happy, happy camper tomorrow. Thank goodness I won't be recording tomorrow. Because it'll be trial! Right. Followed right. by yeah, Toe Jam. And I got to work tomorrow. So. Followed by Toe Jam. 
say, fuck you. <laughs> anyway. Hello, Listen. right. What's up? How yeah. was your week? My week has been such an emotional roller coaster. It's ridiculous. Uh, as you know, we're recording this on a Sunday the 12th. It was Lady's birthday on the 11th. I had to wait to get paid on the 10th before I was going to be able to go and get her any gifts. I had done the math on what had already come out of my account because I had to you know, pay rent because the landlord wants money. And uh, I'd also had to make a partial payment on my truck. Well, that overlaps. So one of them got actual money. The other got a check. Now, the nice thing is uh, I, I, I did something I don't like to do, but I did put overdraft protection on my account, but not on my card, only on my checks. So that check cleared Thursday, put me X number of dollars in the hole. Got my pay stub Thursday night, looked at it, said, okay, so I'm going to have, I, I, I figured roughly $160 for the week, which meant that I would be able to go out and get her a couple things, put some gas in the truck, and we'd still be able to live. Get up Friday morning, log into my account, and I am devastated because three other things came out that come off of my card and should not have cleared. And with those three things, on top of the check that it already cleared, is a $35 surcharge each. Oh, shit. So that's, yeah, so that's four times that I got nailed. So from the 160 that I thought I was going to have, I had 70. I put 20 in my gas tank and buy a pack of smokes. And now I'm down to 40. And I am heartbroken. I am heartbroken. I, you know, I, when I saw that, I got up, walked right into my, into my bedroom. And I was crying. Cause I was like, this is the first year I'm not going to be able to get my daughter anything. And I was just, I was crushed by it. Uh, but I have to say that uh, I don't know that I believe in a God or angels, but I had a couple of angels step up that got a hold of me because of my Facebook post. And I wasn't asking for charity. I wasn't asking for anything. I was just feeling horrible, and as we all know, I'm a Facebook junkie, and I tend to put shit out there, and I, I was really, truly feeling like a scumbag, because for the first time ever, I didn't know if I was going to be able to get her even one birthday gift. Well, a couple people got a hold of me, and uh, they've asked to remain nameless, and I'm going to honor that, and uh, set me and gave me a little bit of money, said, you're a great dad, we all have hard times, here. You deserve it. She deserves it. Right. So I was able to get her a few things. And uh, Jen came over with a few gifts for her. Um, uh, even my old roommate, Trevor, bought her a few things. And he did really well. I mean, I uh, uh, got her the newest book in the series she likes to read. I didn't even know it was out. So that was a great call by him. You know, uh, my palletizer and his wife came over last night because... They knew what I was going through, and they dropped her off a birthday card. She just opened a little while ago in front of me and gave her 20 bucks. You know, so her, her birthday ended up going really, really well. So from being at such a down place, where really I just wanted to shoot myself in the face with a 12-gauge so that you had to be closed casket because I was so ashamed, to uh, you know, a couple of angels stepping in and really, really helping me out when I really, really needed it. And with no, they, they didn't want it returned. So I'm hoping that someday I can return the favor, so to speak, because they don't want the, the money back. So I'm hoping I can return the favor because what they did was lift me out of a place 
to, to, to give to her because she didn't do anything to deserve this. I'm just in a rough spot. You know, um, Friday night, Jen stopped over and uh, gave her her gifts and such. And she was supposed to be spending the night because her kids were at her uh, at, at their dad's house. But as luck would have it, you know, the daughter and the father got into a huge fight. And Jen rushed out to pick them up because God forbid you live in any kind of conflict at all. We don't we don't want you to ha- we don't want you to know how to have any kind of conflict resolution. The answer is to run, run away every time and hide in your safe space. What sucks about that is Nevaeh's birthday, I'm already feeling low, even though good things happen, but I'm still feeling low. Then Nevaeh bails on me. You know, she goes to stay with a friend, which is fine, I get it, it's her birthday, she's twelve now. You know, but um so I'm feeling bummed. I'm sitting around the house and Jen's been working her ass off to work on opening a new store for the company she works in that she's uh, been promoted to management with. She's been working ridiculous hours, plus her mall job. She was so tired by the time she got out of the mall last night, she wasn't coming over here. Couldn't get a hold of you guys last night. I was just, just in such a foul mood, and I'm going to hear publicly apologize to the two of you because I was so angry last night. And it's it not that I was angry at either of you. Um... Sin wasn't feeling well. He was having a lupus flare-up. And the mountain man, by God, he was on a date with his wife. And I was pissed off about that. And, uh, you know, I was just like, fuck you guys. I, I said it in the, little, in, the, in the staff chat that we have. That, that had nothing to do with either of you. I understand both circumstances. I was just feeling mopey and down. And uh, it took it out on my brother. So I, I, I do apologize for that. What um, on and, and I hope you'll accept what that. What are you talking about? I didn't say nothing like that. Did you say yeah, that? I, I did it. I, I can honestly what say, the brother, there, there's no... Ap- what the fuck you're talking about? Shut up! Yeah, there, there's no apology needed. I mean, I, I wasn't really even paying attention to the sad chat. I just knew you were having this shitty weekend. Um, it's actually kind. It's kind of crazy because um, a lot of people don't know because I, I don't blast my daughter a lot. Not that I'm not proud of her or nothing, but I try to keep her sheltered from the internet or whatever. But everybody knows I have a little girl myself, and the funny thing is, my little girl is fixing to be 11 years old, which is kind of crazy because I sit here and I think in myself, I'm like. What do I get her? Because my daughter is technically what I like to call a double whammy baby. And what I mean double whammy is you have Christmas, which is the 25th. And it's funny because exactly three weeks to the T is her birthday. So I always get the dilemma of what do I get her for Christmas? And whatever I don't get her for Christmas, I can get her for her birthday. But no, um... Well, I was saying that uh, because we have to move at the at the month, it's kind of crazy because we're almost going to have absolutely no Christmas here at the house, which is going to be some bullshit. So right now, the way it looks, my daughter will be with her mom for the first year for Christmas all day. I normally get her at night all day with her mama. And she'll probably have to get basically Christmas on her birthday, which will probably be uh, her first guitar with some books and some CDs to learn the chords. So. Nice, nice. And also, uh, I know I was cutting in with Sin there for a minute. Bushy, no apologies needed. But brother, we understand. Hell, we've been there, done that. But uh, to counter on what you're saying, Sin, you said three weeks to the T in December. 
Motherfucker, mm-hmm. try having a triple. My wife's birthday, my son's birthday, <sighs> and Christmas in one fucking month. So kiss my ass. Hashtag overtime sucks. <laughs> Hashtag divorce. <laughs> because it, it, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm yeah, kidding. We're, we're kidding, but, Mountain Lady. We're kidding on that. But what's but what's hilarious, and I mean this is no joke. There is on there's only three days difference in my wife's birthday and DJ's birthday. The first week of Christmas, and then or December, and then. Christmas and Christmas Eve on the end of the month. So yeah, needless to say, my I, I, I ain't gonna have no damn money. No. Hey. Well, here's 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 the cool thing, Mountain Man. Um, uh, uh, DJ's young. He don't know he has a birthday yet. You can skip this year if you want to and give him a huge Christmas. I'm just saying. Yeah, that. you, you tell, gotta take that in consideration, well, actually, I can't say that because I can. I'm I'm in my living room for the first time for our podcast on this half of the house. I, my wife is in her bedroom. I already feel a hole being stared in the side of my head because I laugh <laughs> through the wall. Actually, I can't say so much. Jessica with his first birthday, it's really not her. It's her mother, Jesus Christ. I love my mother-in-law to death, but God Almighty, they're wanting to go friggin' overboard with his first birthday, which I understand to a point, but at the same time, I think the grandmother's regretting it because my my family's pretty good size, don't get me wrong, but my wife's family mm-hmm. is like um, the Partridge family times 10. Basically, that many people in one family. So, I, so they all have really bad haircuts? And yes, pretty much. <laughs> Sing and drink together, but the drinking drinking nice. is a little more. But anyway, no, uh, my kind of people, right, right. But no, uh, the grandmother's now regretting it a little bit because our guest list went from oh, you know, a little birthday party of ten, uh, nine or ten people to fifty to seventy people. So yeah, just a man. Wow. Holy cow. You know what? Let's play some music. Um, I was just going to have one of us play one of our songs, but fuck it. It's Sunday. It's it's getting close to the holiday season, and that's when Bushy gets into a slightly better mood. Even though I know this holiday season is going to be rough on me and Lady, frankly, financially, I still have that spirit in my heart. So you know what? Each of us will play a song right now. Sid, what do you want to hear? What do I want to hear? Hmm... I don't know. Go ahead and throw in some Cure for I Die in Love. How's that? Oh, yes, that's right. Sid just picked the gayest Cure song ever, leading, lending perfect credence to what both Ralph Vieira and the Mountain Man said about the Cure. Here you go. Friday, I'm in love. Don't 
all the cure songs you could have possibly picked. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have teased everybody with it because I know everybody hates the uh, the poppy, catchy little happy tune for it. I hate it myself is why I actually picked it. So, But I, I picked it mainly to to um, irritate Mountain Man for... See, now look, Granny C's going to love this song. This is the song I said she should listen to. Maybe she would like the cure. She, you watch. I, we're we're going to flip her. She did actually listen to it, and she told me to tell you that that song needed to go down the fucking toilet. <laughs> <laughs> well, God love her for that. She's consistent. Right. Mountain Man, give me a two. Well, Steel Panther, 17 girls in a row.
think the most I've ever had was three. <laughs> One of them gave me I I am loving the Steel Panther stuff. I'm telling you, you've got to check out Live from Lexi's Mom's Garage. Oh, I, I've already got the album, and uh, I have to say, out of all of them, their live albums so far, live uh, the British one where they uh, have that little contest. You need to check that one out. It's uh, that that concert's hilarious. I've got that. I've got that on Blu-ray, actually. Funny that, thing is, but funny good. thing is, if either, anybody listening to this podcast has money this holiday season. Your asses should come down to Las Vegas, too, where if you're a Steel Panther fan, you can come check them out on a weekly, nightly basis at the House of Blues located inside the Mandalay Bay Hotel and Casino, as they have residents out here. Okay. You can't be both weekly and nightly, motherfucker. Well, nightly, weekly. You know know what the hell I meant. They they perform almost every night on the week, is what I'm trying to say. Did did Tim just pull a redneck oxymoronic? Yeah, yeah yes. I think he did. Yeah, yes, he 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 pulled an oxymoronic. Yep. What the fuck is that? No, it's like it's like oxycontin or something like that. I think ain't that right? That's what they call it up there in the mountains, right, Mountain No, man? it's not anything to do with drugs. It's oxymoronic. It's you freaking saying something that means the damn same thing. It's you're being a oxymoron. Oxymoron, oxycontin. No, no. <laughs> an oxymoron would be. Um, the long-running joke that I'm real familiar with is military intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steel Panther. You know what? I'm in a weird mood. I'm going to stick with my list because, you know, Mountain Man trying to be Mountain Gangster or shit and switch his shit up. You're lucky I have that, by the way. Uh, now, why do you think I chose it? I knew you had it. All right. So I'm going to I'm gonna piss some people off. How about we do it this way? I like to piss people off. And, uh... I'm a huge fan of Van Halen. David Lee Roth is the greatest frontman of all time. From probably the greatest American rock and roll band of all time. Although not my favorite, because Kiss is my favorite. But yes, I'm going to go with not David Lee Roth. That's right, Van Halen. I'm sorry, Van Hagar. With a song that I love off of OU812. (laughs) Bitches Cabo Wabo.
Come on! 
See that that right there, I believe you call that here in America abuse of power right there. And I don't think I, I'm not gonna lie. I've watched his company put on some kick ass motherfucking movies. Some kick ass movies with some bad ass lead actresses. So sure. come to think that this man raped any of these women so they can have that role is fucking sickening like come on you're, you're basically telling a young lady who wants to be an actress up in in the movie industry that hey you know you look good you look hot i'll give you this role but you have to do this the fuck motherfucker man like yo please please do not put me in the neighborhood of van nuys california or anywhere near hollywood land because if i saw this motherfucker dude Man, let me just mountain that. I gotta get your view on this, brother, because I can't get into it, man, dude. No, no, because this is a little too touching for me, dude. Well, uh, I 
I can't, I don't care to pull or to say exactly what I think. So, yeah, I totally agree with you. If I see him out in the street, motherfucker would pretty much be hurting. I firmly believe, and I'm sorry, yeah, it is very sickening. I totally agree with that. But I believe and always have in, and this is one reason I hate, hate, hate the fucking Dallas Cowboys. Just for you, Nate. Hold on, let me finish. But I have always agreed with the way Texas deals with their criminals. I firmly believe still the same way like they kind of do everything. If you end up killing somebody, motherfucker, you get the death penalty. I'm sorry if you want to think I'm cold-hearted. Don't really give a shit. If you kill them out of cold blood, I believe that firmly, but I also believe in the old Western ways. You steal something, your fucking hand gets cut off. You hurt a woman. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. That's, that's not Western. That's Middle Eastern, right. man. No, some, some of the Western, if you actually look it up, if you were caught stealing a lot of the cowboys and people would cut your fucking hands or fingers off. No, no, that was slaves. <laughs> They hobbled slaves. They didn't hobble white people. Well, whatever. I still firmly believe it. Whatever you do should be done right back to you. I uh, I don't disagree. I'm I'm uh, it, it's funny. I'm shocked and appalled. Yet at the same time, I'm not shocked. I'm more shocked that it's taken so long for these things to come out. You know, you, you heard, uh, uh, oh man, I can't remember her name, which, which sucks because she has valid complaint against this man. But you know what? She was bitching because Trump got arrested or she's hollering, I'm a nasty woman. Ashley Judd, there she is. Oh, you, she's talking, I'm a nasty woman. But then you find out that this woman was abused to get movie roles and it all took Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan, and I'm sorry, this bitch was begging Marilyn Manson, so I didn't think she had morals. But you know what? If you want something bad enough, and you're young, and you're impressionable, and there's this man of power standing over you that can make or break your entire career, it's horrific to think that you start removing clothing to submit to whatever deviant sexual act that this man wants you to perform so you can get a starring role in a film. It's it's disgusting. And, you know, it's funny because I bitch all the time about the feminization of the American male because it scares me. If you're not allowed to be a man, if you're not allowed to be hard, 40 years from now, who the hell is going to defend this country? You can't be soft and go out and kill. You can't do it. It's, it's absolutely impossible. Right. A soft person will not be able to get through the training, number one. They freak out if they hear a gunshot. They're not going to be able to handle defense of this country. So that terrifies me. The other side of that is, is that, frankly, we as men have to remember that women are our equals. Yes. They're our equals, okay? If you want to get biblically... And uh, this is one where I'm going to go into a zone that I don't necessarily agree with at all. But I've got to steal this story. And I'm going to call it a story because I don't believe a lot of this shit. Okay, that's just how it is. And I apologize. 
But it was one of those things where, you know, God made Adam out of the dirt and breathed life into him. And then Adam was lonely, so he made Eve out of the dirt, but then took a rib from Adam and put it in Eve so that they would be equals. They would be part of each mm-hmm. other. And, and that's a story that's always stuck with me. Yes, as men, well, straight men, because it's a different world now. <laughs> right. But, but, but as straight men, we're attracted to women. It's a natural. It's natural to approach them. It's natural. Hey, uh, you know, my name is such and such. Um, I know this is really superficial. You're a beautiful woman, but I'd like to know who you are. Do you want to grab a cup of coffee in an open environment? Because you have to put all that on the table now because of things like that. But what happened to treating people with respect? Good question. Well, I, I was hoping you guys would have an answer. Is is is, is Bushy too smart for this episode? No, no. Uh, I, I I look at it like this, man. <laughs> you can blame party on a turn of the century type thing here, but uh, as you said, you know, us guys are getting soft. I mean, you, I mean, hell, I've I've heard stories out here about women calling harassment on guys that just come up to them and say hello. So the whole hello thing, and may, maybe it's technology too, because I mean, hell, there are people now, you know, doing the whole Facebook thing, Instagram thing, meet me, you got fucking matchy, harmony, you know, they're all communicating on there nowadays. It's not no, oh, let's go out to the bar and go, you know, meet some women or, you know, hang out with some buddies and go to a sporting event and, you know, meet up with women who like sports as well. I mean, a lot of shit has fucking changed, dude, and it's all been within a matter of the last damn near almost two decades. You know, it's not like us, you know, but you when we were growing up, you know, we go to school, we see that that girl that we like and we always wanted to ask out to prom or ask to be your, your girlfriend for whatever, how many months you guys were dating. It's a whole fucking different ballgame. I, I would... Me personally, if I was to go back in time but remain in this year, like say go back to my high school years and still be in this year, 2017, November, I would be astonished at what the hell these kids are going through. I don't know what the pressure are for the guys nowadays and vice versa for the ladies. I mean, there are girls out there who... I, I, I don't even want to get dubbed into the story, but there was a little middle schooler, and she's my middle school niece's friend. The girl OD'd on pills because she was rejected for being fat by a boy. Well, that, that goes back to soft, and that and that's that's something that bothers me. And if, if we would love to have a bullying episode, I would definitely like to address that. I'm going to let you continue your thought, but yeah, I think a bullying episode is in order. Yeah, that, that right there, it, what I'm trying to say is it's kind of like they're, they're going through things, man. Like I said, it's not like it was when we were growing up, man, where it's just, hey, how you doing? Meet and greet, you know, shake the hand. Like you said, let's go out for a cup of coffee and talk or let's go out to breakfast. No, man. Nowadays, it's like, do you have a car? Do you have a job? Do you got money? Like, women... Nah, that's not now. I I went through that in high school, too. Uh, it's, it's... 
that hasn't changed. That'll always be the same in high school. Mm-hmm. What's changed is, is is the softness of people in general. I can tell you why. Go ahead, tell me. It starts at home. Yes. It starts to totally at home. Nobody anymore has morals. Everybody thinks, oh, let's just go out and be like all these sorry-ass people that's out doing dope, doing this, try to be cool for peer pressure. and like, Yeah, let's go be Miley Cyrus on yeah, stage. Yeah, instead of looking at morals of raising your children correctly, doing what is actually right to be decent people, and actually it, it be all back to the way it was. Times have changed, and I, and I can honestly attest to this because, yes, I am younger than the both of you, but me and with you, what you said with the bullying episode, I think it's a great idea, but at the same time, we're going to lose a lot of our, our maybe three or four listeners in Avery County because I can definitely attest to a bullying episode, and I'll piss a lot of damn people off over that. But You know what I say. This is this is America, and, and we're here to... to, to uh, to discuss serious stuff as well yeah. as the fun stuff. Exactly. And if we lose somebody because they can't handle something that uh, that we have an opinion on, well, then you're part of the problem, yep. okay? Because we should be able to talk. Yes. Um, but, you know, that's why I, I'm, I'm going to do that thing with Ken Mills. We're two opposing views guys, and we're going to have that conversation. And I can't wait to see what comes yeah. of it. But that needs to happen. So look, if we lose two or three fucking people up in the hills because they don't like what we're saying, by, you know by, I'll, I'll say a a, a a city word. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. No, the the correct city word. Uh, the city word we're looking for is S A W F T. So. Oh my god. Oh boy. I had to throw that wrestling reference in. Sorry. Oh, Lord have mercy. He just went from it being a, a, a good conversation to holy fuck. Right. Yeah, yeah. Here, here, here we go again. <laughs> but, but the point is, we have multiple, multiple women have come out against this Harvey Weinstein character. Um, and did, did you hear the uh, the hot mic, the recording? Because remember, they love Trump's grabbing by the pussy hot mic. And that's just a guy that said something. This is an actual conversation between Harvey Weinstein and a model and she's saying I'm not comfortable and he's doing everything he can to get her in the elevator before his people arrive and she's like but no why did you she says it funny because she's you know foreign and a, and a lot of these models are you know from different countries in the world and she says Brees but she's saying but why did you grab my tit basically why did you grab my breast like, I'm sorry you know I'm a powerful man I'm used to that you know, he's openly admitting it. This is just a few years ago. Right. So this scumbag has been doing this for a long time. He's, he's the target it's, of the it's, shit. It's, That's all you can say about it. Well, absolutely, but it, it's got to be deeper than that. It's got to be deeper than that. I, I think that something needs to happen because right now, yeah, he got fired from Weinstein Productions. whoop de fucking do He's loaded. He doesn't care. He did his, what, his little three or four days of rehab because I'm a sex addict. It thinks, uh, thinks that's okay. Um, I know that the uh, NYPD have opened an investigation. And I believe it's London police have opened an investigation. If this guy has been, I don't want to say brutalizing, 
but isn't it kind of brutal to demand sexual favors in exchange yeah. for movie roles? Yes. Yes. It is. You know, that, that's, that, that's a pretty brutal thing. Um, it, it is it is funny because, like, even prostitution, I, I'm on the fence with. I think it should be legal. If that's what you want to do with your life, whatever. If you're forced to do it, then I have an issue. Right. And that's no different. You're being prostituted out to, to, to get a movie role, and it's absolutely disgusting. What makes me laugh, and I know that sounds funny on this topic, what makes me laugh is that all of these people that uh, are, are being accused of these things, and we have a list, are all the same people that are supposed to be you know, the caring, we're better than you, we're, we're liberal, we're the good guys, we're the social justice warriors. You're the scumbags, and you've proven it. You've proven it because you can't talk to someone like me without getting pissed off and telling me I'm wrong and I'm the problem. Yeah, but I'm not raping women. Right. Um, here's the other thing, and, uh, and I made a joke about it on Facebook because to me it is funny because it shows you that it's not just women that deal with this stuff because we do have a homosexual community out there, LGBTQ community out there. And back in 1981, apparently George Takei, that's right, Mr. Sulu from Star Trek, tried raping a young male model. It sounds to me, by reading the uh, reading the article, it sounds to me like he slipped him a roofie because they're sitting there and they're drinking, and all of a sudden the guy can't stand up and he doesn't know where he is, and he wakes up in, 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 in a bed, well, mostly naked. I guess he's got his underwear on, but George Takei's got his hand on his dick, and I mean, when I say his, I mean on the models trying to get the underwear off, you know, trying to take advantage of them. It's happening across the board, and George Takei is, I follow him on Twitter, man. This is an uber-liberal guy always preaching all this social justice bullshit, and he's doing the same thing. Christ, Richard Dreyfus just got accused. Charlie Sheen's been accused of of molesting Corey Haim, and that's why Corey Haim ended up killing himself. Hip skippy doo doo you know? boo block, Bill Cosby. Right, Corey, and and you know Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. Now he actually filed claims years ago. Didn't name names. Nothing happened. All these years later, he said, yes, there's a pedophile ring in Hollywood. Charlie Sheen just happened to be the first name he dropped. But this is obviously a thing. Ben Affleck has been accused. Steven Seagal. Has been accused. Yep. Steven Seagal. A woman's, I guess he told some woman, come sit on my face. Scared another woman because he had his guns out. And when I mean guns, I mean pistols. I mean actual handguns. Because, and that's the weirdest part, because Steven Seagal, I don't necessarily consider him liberal. I don't consider him conservative, but he kind of rides that middle line. He's pro-gun, you know what I mean. He's he's, he's anti-violence, probably because he knows he can whoop your ass. But these are all, all these elitists that think they're so much better than everybody else. These are the ones that are doing all these things. And it's, it's disgusting. Is it simply because you're at a place of power and find a woman attractive? It's very possible. 
that, yep, that very possible. I look at that. That is definitely very possible because what what is the old saying? No matter how much money you have, you're still not happy in life. Just because you have a lot of amount of power doesn't mean you're going to be happy. That's why so many actors and shit are on dope and stuff. They they've got right. all this. They're so bored. They've got to do something else. That's actually a good good, very good concept of it. Uh. They're probably so damn bored and so much power. Yeah, they think they're God. They can get away with whatever in the fuck they want. Uh, did you... Right, and, and here's the funny thing. Remember that hot mic with Trump? Right. That's exactly what Mr. Trump said on that hot mic, bullshitting with that guy on that bus. Before he came out and treated that woman with obvious respect. He wasn't a dick to her. He wasn't a slime ball. And nothing ever came of that. It was just him talking shit to this other guy. But then you're finding out all these people that were bitching about, oh, the mean words that Mr. Trump said, because he said grab about a pussy. But you guys are really doing it. Yep. I mean, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey's raping men. Come on. And by the way, if, if none of you ever knew that Kevin Spacey was gay until he came out as being gay to try to deflect the fact that he raped some little boy or tried to rape some little You're boy. You're a moron. Yeah, yeah, we all knew. Okay, we all knew. It, it wasn't a secret. Sometimes we could tell. Okay, it's all right. What is the country singer that come out gay? What was his name? Hell, everybody knew that. I don't remember. Uh, George, no, not George. Was it George Strait? No. One of them older country singers. He can't be gay. His name is straight. Yeah, just, his name just, says it all. Just because <laughs> their name says straight doesn't mean jack shit. Well, that's... Yeah, yeah. That's, Sometimes you can just tell. I knew Ricky Martin. He came out. I was like, well, duh. Uh, <laughs> Lance Bass from NSYNC. There you go. Yeah. I'm still waiting for Justin Bieber to just admit it. Right. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Selena Gomez is pretty fucking hot. But but here's the thing. Here's a, a a not funny situation. But now uh, I was reading up online and watching some uh, reviews, basically on Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington's death. Apparently, they're claiming they were murdered because they know of some pedophile rings uh, in L.A. that are going down, and they were fixing to speak on that. I don't know much about it, but that's kind of interesting that we even are talking about this topic because maybe there is some type of underground cult ring that condones these people. And if there is such a thing out there, could you imagine the fucking people that are involved with this shit? Like, Yeah, I don't think it's underground cult. I think it's I have power. I have money. I have position. And I don't think anything of you. You're a good-looking person, whether it's male or female. I want to do this with you. If you do this with me, you get the opportunity of a lifetime. You get to be in my movie. What do you say? Mm, I say, fuck you. Next. Well, that's what I would say, too, but I wouldn't keep it quiet. That's that's the that's where I struggle. Why is it kept quiet? Because uh, people with money like that like to keep people hush-hush. They're connected, brother. You got to think about that, man. Like I said, you, you do know the MOB is out there, man, still. Like I said, there's... Brother, oh my God. Like, the, the, the chain I'm trying to think of, man. Like, whoever's running this shit the way it is, 
giving these people the power that they have to control these young actors, and I say actors, both male and female, to have to pers- be forced into sexual acts. Like, it, it's disgusting. And when you sit there and stay quiet, your life is probably being threatened. You got family members who are probably being threatened, shit like that, man. So there might be an intimidation factor involved in this as well as why people are having a, such a hard time and taking a long time to openly admit what has happened or what they have been through their experience in Hollywood. Hell, there are actors right now that are being cut. Like, for instance, Jennifer Gardner. She hasn't had a fucking role since, what, 13 going on 30? I mean, there are a lot of people that we were just seeing just 10 years ago that were fucking huge. And you were like, oh, you know, their movies suck. But, you know, they were making tons of movies. And now they're off the fucking grid. Like, they never existed. What the fuck is going on? Well, Go ahead, man. I, I was going to say, now, that that I don't understand, but I do agree with sin on the intimidation part. You do have so much money and stuff, and people are, what's the word, uh, e- egomaniacal, uh, I guess is the term I'm looking for, that you have so much money, yeah, you can threaten people. Oh, I'll have this done to you if you run your mouth, shit like that. That I can somewhat right. agree on with what Sin's saying, but at the same That's a mafioso type Right, shit. exactly. I'd say the intimidation factor comes in, but you could bet your... Let me ask you this question. Let's say, like, with this scenario that an actor's doing that, or a director, and it says, let's do this, and let's say it's brought to you, and uh, they say either you do this or you're not going to have a career, and you say, hell no, fuck you, uh, I'm turning your ass in. They offered you millions, millions of dollars to fucking keep your mouth shut. Would you or would you turn their ass in? I would love to say I'd turn them in, but I struggle every day. So, yeah, I I get it. It's tough. And I I don't know what the breaking point finally was for these people to start coming forward. Um, I'm, I'm sad that it took so long. But I'm happy that it's come to light so that maybe changes could be made. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you the one that impressed me the most. And, and didn't impress me because he's a scumbag, but impressed me because he didn't bullshit. And that's uh, the comedian. Was it C.K. Lewis? Yep. That guy came out a few days later. There was no statement, but he came out a few days later and said, yes. Yes, these allegations are true. And he made a statement. And uh, I, I got to say, I, I, I like the fact that he at least admitted it. He apologized. You know, and uh, I'm trying to find that statement right now because I want to read that on air. Well, well while you're doing that, uh, whether he come out and said it or not, yeah, that's admirable to a point. But also, at the same time, there's a saying up here that the mountain people have. If you have no money, you can get the fuck out of anything, any trouble, anything that you go through. So it doesn't really totally matter whether they 100% apologize or not. Because they're going to fucking get right, right into it again and turn back fucking around and pay their way out. It could be. We'll see. But here's the statement from Louis C.K. Okay, yeah, I don't pay attention to his comedy. I don't like him. 
But he, he did at least admit it. And uh, here it is. I want to address the stories told to the New York Times by five women named Abby, Rebecca, Dana, Julia, who felt able to name themselves, and one who did not. These stories are true. At the time, I said to myself that what I did was okay, because I never showed a woman my without asking first, which is also true. But what I learned later in life, too late, is that when you have another person, asking them to look at your dick isn't a question. It's a predicament for them. The power I had over these women is that they admired me, and I wielded that power irresponsibly. I have been remorseful of my actions, and I've tried to learn from them and run from them. Now I'm aware of the extent of the impact of my actions. I learned yesterday the extent to which I left these women who admired me feeling badly about themselves and cautious around other men who would never have put them in that position. I also took advantage of the fact that I was widely admired in my and their community, which disabled them from sharing their stored hardship to them when they tried because people who look up to me didn't want to hear it. I didn't think that I was doing any of that because my position allowed me not to do it. There's nothing about this that I forgive myself for, and I have to reconcile it with who I am, which is nothing compared to the task I left them with. I wish I had reacted to their admiration of me by being a good example to them as a man and given them some guidance as a comedian, including because I admired their work. The hardest regret, I, uh, the hardest regret to live with is what you've done to hurt someone else. And I could hardly wrap my head around the scope of hurt I brought on them. I'd be remiss to exclude the hurt that I brought on people who I work with and have worked with whose professional and personal lives have been impacted by all of this, including projects currently in production. I deeply regret that this has brought negative attention to my manager, who only tried to mediate a situation that I caused. I brought anguish and hardship to the people at FX who have given me so much, the orchard who took a chance on my movie, and every other entity that has bet on me through the years. I brought pain to my family, my friends, my children, and their mother. I spent my long and lucky career talking and saying anything I want. I will now step back and take a long time to listen. Thank you for reading. I actually love, I actually love that statement. Total ownership was taken in that statement. Will he be forgiven? I doubt it. How could he be forgiven for that? But total ownership and the promise of you're not going to hear from this guy in a while. To me, that shows real shame and real remorse. Not just because his movies aren't being released because of this. It shows that, yeah, I was wrong. Or do you think it's just a well-orated response to a horrific act? Could be. It could be fully remorse. But who's to say with the amount of money he has, he didn't pay somebody to write that out? I'm sorry, me me as a mountain person and being broke majority of my life, I have a hard time seeing a lot of people with that much fucking money taking ownership for stuff like that. Am I sitting here saying he couldn't be? No, I am not. It is very damn possible that he is very, very sorry for what he done. But seeing people that uh, have had that fortunate run to be able to be that wealthy or have that much stuff for them, it's really hard for people down at my scale in this world 
to see that that is he totally 100% for them able to be that that uh, heartfelt or that considerate of anything. It's it's hard to believe, right. but I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that it couldn't be true. All right, on that note, Mountain Man, I, I definitely want to get into that discussion. For sure. But what you got? I think it's I think it's time for some music. For some music? Well, who started last? Uh, that would be Sin. Sin started last. Well, let's, sure go with the, let's go with the main MC. MC, what you got for your first song, brother? Oh, wow. You know what? I'm going to mess you up again. Elton John, goodbye. Oh, we go. When are you gonna come down? When are you going to land? I should have stayed on the phone. I should have listened to my own mind. You know you can't hold me forever. I didn't sign up for you. I'm not a present for your friends to open. This boy's too young to be. Song. <laughs> good pick. Good pick. 
Great stuff. Great stuff. Who's next? Uh, See ya. Me? Why? Why me? Smashing Pumpkin's body.
That's not right. a sex song, man, at all. That is not a sex song, man. I, I mean, look up oh, the lyrics. Dude, the only the only sexual reference in that song is "Love Is Suicide." No, no, it's not. <laughs> well, it's definitely not the Sex Pistols bodies, which is an anti-abortion song, right? Although they've said it's not pro or anti, I like to think of it as an anti-abortion song. Right. But decent pick. You know, I'm not a Pumpkins fan. I actually never heard that song until you told me you wanted to hear it. Uh, not bad. I like that uh, the world is a vampire thing. That's pretty cool. Barring that, I think Billy Corgan's a whiny bitch, and that's all I have to say about that. And he don't know how to run a wrestling <laughs> business either, which hints TNA falling apart. Anyway, right, right. Uh, my song. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a whole nother direction. Uh, since we were talking about a little bit earlier, uh, old times uh, reflecting uh, how what how we view the world as being kind of a better place. I'm gonna run with the judge, Grandpa. Tell me about the past. Something 
Pretty song. That was not the judge. That was actually the judge. That's what I say. But you know, whatever. Motherfucker, you just can't understand me sometimes. I swear you correct me a lot, but I don't think you know. Lucy, I'm with you. He said the judge. I think our listeners would agree. Motherfucker, shut up, both of you. Whatever. Yeah, that that'll be a vote on the podcast page, ladies and gentlemen. Sin will put it up to let you guys know. Did he say judge or judge? That would be the question. Well, see. Absolutely. Hey, make sure you do it on the like page. I'm trying to get people off of the group. Yes, yeah, so I like. I page. want to get them to the like. Well, page. also, you too, since you like busting my balls. When am I going to get my Green Bay painted up faces or pictures, motherfuckers? You two keep busting my balls. Hey, um, I, people gave me money to get my daughter birthday presents this weekend. I'm going to leave it at that. Hey, hey, my damn guitar and, and amp are still in the pawn shop, man. I don't have time to go fucking to Victoria's Secret to buy makeup. But but I will be doing it. I will be doing it, too. Especially because you did it two years in a row, you dirty fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I will uphold my end of the bargain. Just patience. I, I, I dodged the last one. I'm not going to lie. Duh, duh. But this one, after two, after two, I I have to uphold my end of the bargain. Okay, so before we went to a music break, the Mountain Man said something that cheeves me a little bit, and um, because we read Louis C.K.'s uh, uh statement, mm-hmm. and the Mountain Man being very cynical, which I I actually did not expect him to be kind of called bullshit on him saying that it's basically he has all the money he could want and he's not sincere at all now i'm not saying him particularly could it be plausible yes but i'm not saying just him i'm saying certain high-end celebrities that end up coming out and stating shit like that no i do not firmly believe that every one of them are sincere about so what do you what do you think? Do you think they're sorry or they're sorry they were caught? They were sorry they were caught. They're sorry that they 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 couldn't keep it behind wraps to the point that they thought that they were so high and mighty and powerful that they just they they, they didn't have no choice but to try to save their look and fig, figure of themselves 
to only make them try to make them look decent and sincere. I'm sorry, I I just call bullshit a, bullshit on a lot of people that do that. Well, I, uh, I I go ahead. That that was it. Just at all, I do not believe firmly believe that every one of them are sincere. I think more of them are than aren't, and here's why. Okay. Everybody's done something in their past they're not proud of. Mm-hmm. Everybody. In fact, Mountain Man, you and I had this discussion that an episode I would still love to take down, but I haven't. Uh-huh. I think I think these people, for the most part, Harvey Weinstein, I think he's full of shit. Correct. Because he was still doing it a couple years ago. Right. You know, we, we got the we got the recording with a model that he was grab assing on. Okay, um so for him I think it's all about power, money, I can have whatever I want, and if I can't have it I'll take it. That what so correct. Yeah, so any any apology he makes, I'm gonna call bullshit. Mm-hmm. But somebody like Louis C. K. Um maybe even George Takei if he apologizes, maybe even I can believe that he's remorseful. I, I I don't think that just because you have money means that you think you're above the law and you're just releasing a statement like that to to preserve your image. Your image is already shot. It's already taken. It's already taken the damage. Okay. So all you could do is either be sincere or people will see through it. I don't think that coming from no money means that you can't believe that just because somebody has money, they're automatically full of shit. I don't think that's fair. Oh, all. no, no, that's not what I'm saying. That, that, now, okay, for instance, if I was tomorrow, or you, or Sin, any of us tomorrow was to win, or fortunate enough to get $1 million tomorrow, would that change us a bit? Yeah, it would, only because of the fact of the way this world is, to a point, with thieves, uh, them certain little little buddies that never came around all of a sudden come out of the fucking woodwork. Of course. Okay, can I interrupt you for a yes. minute? I don't know what the tax rate is in North Carolina, okay? Mm-hmm. But in New York, $1 million nets me $523,000. Um. That wouldn't change me for very long. <laughs> that would change you. <laughs> well, that's not even enough to invest. Can we hit ten million? Let's say ten million, because okay. then I might hit three million, and I can invest a million to make that a hundred million, and then I could be an asshole. Okay. Well, still, either way, <laughs> I'm not going to sit there and say that you coming up into that is going to change you or turn you into an asshole. Oh, I look. Listen, listen to mm-hmm. me. Okay. Let, let me say this very clearly. I am not the guy to win a lump sum of money like that. I am not the guy. I'm a dick already. Don't give me money <laughs> to back it up. If I could call you a dirty cocksucking bitch whore, and that's dude or female, and have the money to buy the lawyer to get me off, I am the dickhead that needs to not have that kind well, of Well, see, that's my, that's my whole point. If people can't handle being called that in general when they're actually being that way, they're just a sorry excuse of a person and too much of a fucking pussy that needs seal just because their job's fucking hurting <laughs> to have to goddamn turn you in for it. I'm sorry. That's but that's just, the world we live in. What, who gives a fuck? I don't care if, I, if they can live in it all they want. It's not where I live. 
It's not in my house, motherfuckers. You can't stand what I say. Go the fuck away. It's empty. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that door opens both ways, bitch. You can come in. You can walk exactly. out. Exactly. But, I mean, <laughs> I, I can't sit. I mean, yeah, I could say, yeah, it'd probably change, change us to an extent. But at the same time, if you're raised, because you think being in Hollywood for so many fucking years, being around people with that much fucking power, Seeing people live their life to that extent, of course, you're going to want to strive and want to be able to have that fucking power. Every human does. But at the same time, to a point, when that power starts overrunning everything and you have the money to back it up, I do not firmly believe that they give a rat's ass or want to be sincere about any situation because they know by the end of it, they can go and do it to another low bottom uh, bottom of the hole person that they can fucking get away with it with. That's why I don't think that every single person can be. I'm not saying. Okay, you know what? All of them. Let, let me. I was going to say let me let me stop you right there. I don't mean to cut you oh, off. Please. That that's what that I uh, half-ass agree with. Okay, please. Half half-ass agree with. And, and the reason I half-ass agree with it is at this point with all of these allegations being thrown across the board at all of these different people, this might finally be the time where we wake up and don't allow it to happen anymore, no matter what kind of money you have. Because I'm not disagreeing with you. There probably are some assholes out there that, like Harvey Weinstein, oh, I'm not okay, I'm in a bad spot, okay, I need help. I need help. Bitch, you didn't even seem you know, sincere there. I saw that video. Right. You know, when he was getting in his truck to go off to his sex rehab. No, fuck it. We're all addicted to sex. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. The stupidest thing I've ever heard. Men, what's our biggest gripe we have with our women? We don't get it enough. Exactly. Now, women, they have a different gripe. You don't do this for me. You don't do this for me because we're different animals. Right. You know what I mean? Because where guys like, well, if you did this for me, I would do more of that. Well, if I if you did more of this, I would do more of that. It's a never-ending battle. But they've taken it to the point of complete lack of respect for the human being. That's why I'm okay I'm... for the human being. Correct. And and I and I hate to side with liberals on this one because um, they seem to be the ones that scream for uh, uh, women's rights. Although I think a lot of conservatives have done more for women's rights than any liberal ever could dream of doing. Because they just say it. Uh, uh, People like Donald Trump actually do it. Employs more female executives than any other company in the world. Right. Okay. More minorities than any other company in the world. But he's the bad guy because he said grab him by the pussy. And, you know, Mexicans tend to send over some bad people. It sucks when those are backed up by facts, but whatever. I think that this is a point in our history where we could really make changes because I've been reading up a lot on this. We have women in their 80s who were in Hollywood in the 30s and 40s that are saying these same kinds of things happened. And at that time, because that was a time where it was, frankly, men were the dominant thing and women didn't have a lot of rights. Bitch, make supper, I'm going to kick your ass. And that's that, that was what society was. It's not right. We've evolved. Thank God. Mm-hmm. But that's just how it was. Let's think about that time. They were not allowed to say anything. 
because they'd be killed. Let's be honest, they'd be killed. Marilyn Monroe, you know, was going to go public about her affairs with John F. Kennedy, dead. Right. You know, you weren't allowed to have an opinion as a woman. We're at a different day and age. And I, I, I think it's high time that we sit back and realize I'm not better than you. Right. In fact, I spend all this time trying to do whatever it is that will make you be attracted to me so I can get up in you. Pretty much. <laughs> you know, but that companionship, every king has a queen, and that queen is always the rock. It's always the rock. Who holds you together the best? Is it going to be your boys? If you're pissed off about something at work, your, your boys, you know, your buddies, your guys, they're going to get you even more fucking riled up. They're going to get you ready to fight, kill, bay, murder, whatever it takes to get your way because you're not happy. Your woman is the voice of reason. She's going to calm you down. She's going to talk to you. She's going to nurture you. All you got to do is treat her right. Treat her as an equal. Treat her with respect. It's appalling that this isn't happening. It's appalling that those that preach these very things are the ones that are doing them. Right. It, it's disgusting. And uh, Mountain Man, I, I, while I disagree, I agree. I, um, I think some people, wealth and power has gotten to their head. I think other people, it happened so long ago, they tried to put it out of their mind, and they are truly sorry for now it. Now, that I can agree with. That I can, I'm, and I'm not going to say that humans are not, uh, or anybody in this world is not a conscious person when everybody is. But at the same time, I, you can, there is no way in hell you can tell me, period, point blank, that every single fucking celebrity in this world for shit they've got caught for are truly sorry about. You just can't, you, there's no way to fucking prove it. And, I, I couldn't say that about Joe Blow, the scumbag on the corner selling crack. Exactly. So that that's that's all my point. Am I saying uh, Louis C.K. is not sincere? No, he possibly is. I, I think he probably right. is. You say possibly. I, I'm going with probably. The reason I say possibly Go, is hey. just because of the way I was raised and my bullshit meter that I have uh, installed in myself for learning the sure. facts of life is semi going off only because of the fact of you see these certain rich people like up here where I live in the mountains. If the locals left, rich people would purchase every single bit of every fucking county and turn it into a retirement community. That's I mean, it's just that fucking simple. And I've seen rich people up here that will have got caught having parties with cocaine, shit like that. Richer than the damn celebrities. And next fucking year, they come back up, do the same fucking thing all over, and they pay their fucking way out. that That's my point. The people that do not give a rat's ass about anybody but themselves. Is there people's fear? I, I, is is it like with Louis C.K. sincere and uh, wanting to uh, apologize to uh, actually be sincere about it? Yes, I can believe that. But not every single one of them. Uh, and it's hard to label everybody. I th- and like I said, I think some. What it definitely when it's a repeated pattern. Um, when you're talking about a dickhead for over 30 years, that nothing that guy says is going to hold any water. Um, especially because he keeps denying it. Even though I'm going to a sex rehab, 
what struck me about Louis C.K.'s statement was the honesty. That's what struck me. Yes, this is true. Nobody else has come out. Um, uh, Corey Feldman has come out saying that uh, Charlie Sheen sodomized Corey Haim on the set of the film Lucas back in, what, 81 or 82. And Charlie Sheen's, you know, reps come out vehemently. That's where to use vehemently denying. If it's true, own it. Deal with it. That guy's dead. No charges can be pressed. He's dead. You can't get that thing. Right. You know, and, and it's out of statute. Because Feldman uh, uh, tried to have the N or LAPD reopen his case. They had to close it. Because that all had to be filed before he was 40. And he's like 48 now, so... Anything he says now can't be proven. And it sucks because Corey Feldman is such a crazy son of a bitch. You don't know if he's being honest or not. There's a part of me that says he's absolutely being honest. Because the crazy that has ensued after all these years would lend itself right. to, to being honest. I mean, I could tell you my, uh, my, my mother was molested. And she was batshit crazy. Um she suffered from manic depressive disorder, also known as bipolar. She would have days where she was down in the dumps and she would call my sister multiple times how she was just going to kill herself. And then she would be in her manic phase where she was up all night and everything was happy-go-lucky. And that's what I would hear from her all the time. And that's why me and my sister had a different relationship with my mother. I didn't have to deal with all that baggage. She did. And it was a, a, a shock when she died. She died at 53 years old. It is because of all the medications she had to be on because everything that happened to her, she protected that man that did it to her her entire life. She worshipped him. Worshipped him. And that would be my mom's dad, my grandfather. I wasn't close to him. I was closer to my dad's dad. And on that side of the family, we can't even imagine that kind of thing going on. But it happened. So the fact that Corey Feldman is... That shit crazy. I mean, have you seen his music thing that he's doing now? Check that out on YouTube. It's hilarious. That that only leads, lends credence to what he's saying. I, I believe he's probably telling the truth. The problem is he should have dropped names back when he first filed that grievance back in the 90s. Right. Because now nothing can be done. That's why I'm hoping this Harvey Weinstein gets the fucking hammer handed to him by NYPD and by London PD or Stockton Yard or, or Scotland Yard over there in London. I hope they nail this son of a bitch because the bottom line is, you know, we're all brothers and sisters on this planet in this game called life. And yeah, a lot of us disagree. Sometimes we even fight, but we're all brothers and sisters. You know, we're all human beings. We should never treat anybody else as they're beneath us. Correct. Ever. Ever. I don't have to like you at all. I, I, but I should never say I just have to tolerate you. I, I, I hate tolerate. I, I don't like that word. I don't I don't like what people say preach tolerance. I don't like that word and I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. To tolerate means to put up with. I don't like that. Okay. I hate that fucking word. I hate anybody that says we have to have tolerance. No, that means put up with some shit. We have to respect each other. I don't have to like you. But I have to respect you as another human being. Okay? You know, people... And when I'm saying you, I'm obviously saying generally you. You as in the human race. Right. Okay? I have to respect you. 
uh, I don't have to like you. Now, if you're a Looney Tune, I'm neither going to like nor respect you, and I'm not going to tolerate you either. So if you're a white supremacist, if you're a black supremacist, if you're an Asian supremacist, if you're a goddamn ISIS supporter, I'm neither going to like, respect, nor tolerate you. Because I think you're the scum of the earth. I think we could all disagree on things. But wiping out a race because they're inferior is, is, is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yes. We, we have to remember, we're all humans on this little blue marble, you know, three rocks away from the sun. We need to get along. We need to be able to have discussions. We need to be able to be honest with each other without repercussion. Correct. And if somebody is doing somebody wrong, that needs to be addressed. I only wish these women had come out sooner. You know, I wish they'd have come out long ago instead of keeping it bottled up. Because here's the funny thing. This is, this is why I'm enjoying this. This is the cynic in me. Is this is not Republicans, well, except for that one judge. But that that's funny, that Rob Moreau or whatever. But that's so suspect, it's hilarious. Because I'm seeing reports that the lady that's saying that he did this stuff. Because apparently when he was 32, he had a relationship with a 14-year-old or a 13-year-old. But this is somebody that also campaigned with Hillary Clinton. So I'm not so sure it's true. I'm still waiting to see. If it is, fucker should step aside not be elected. But the point I'm trying to make is... We should punish those that have done it. We should embolden people, both men and women, because in the case of George Takei, we see that, yes, men can be attacked and raped and sodomized, too. In, in, in the case with the, uh, the, the Charlie Sheen and uh, uh, Corey Haim thing, we can see that possibly men can get it, too. Right. We need these people to be empowered to come forward right away without fear of repercussion, without fear of destruction to their to their reputation or their credibility. They need to know that we as humans support them. And that's why, you know, as much as people like, let's say, Alyssa Milano pisses me off, you know, every time I read her, her, her Twitter feed, I, I, I want to gouge my own eyeballs out. I can't hate her. The hashtag me too. I, I can't hate that. There were so many people, regular people, people like you and you and me and Sin, you know, that come from nowhere, from nobody. Me too. Me too. These these are all people <laughs> that have experienced the same thing. And 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 as a man, if this is what we're doing to our women. We need to go back to Genesis yep. in the Bible. And I'm not a religious man. You guys know mm-hmm. this. But we need to take something from that story. I'm going to say a story about taking the rib from Adam to give to Eve so that they were one person. We need to go back and remember that. Agree. Now, we've been having this little discussion so far. Me and you have kind of ran rampant sin. You've been listening pretty much this entire time. What is your opinion? My opinion is, man, shit is fucked up in the nation and worldwide, period, because this 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 is not a United States issue. This is a global issue, and it's just not in the music uh, or in the movie industry. This is, like, all over the fucking place. We're talking a simple workplace such as little as McDonald's. 
Pizza Hut. You know, you got fast food joints. You got corporations up there like Microsoft, uh, Sony. I'm pretty damn sure that both men and women are being put on a spot that's really, really, really bad. Yeah, I feel you. And, I, and I'm raising a lady to be hard, and she'll know better, too. So, I preach, brother. Right. But I, I think this has been a very, very good episode. I think we've covered an awful lot of good ground. Um, and I don't know if anyone out there will enjoy it, but you know what? Fuck them. Uh, me, 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 and, me and Sin actually almost had an argument because he wanted to talk about something else. No, fuck that. This is important. This is relevant. We yes, indeed. We, we were going back but and I'm, forth. I'm so glad. I'm so glad we had this conversation. And hey, maybe that's a conversation for next week. But uh, like I said, we have built this as a male version of The View. How can you be a male version of that shit show if we don't do something serious every once in a while? So I want to thank you both for uh, running into this rabbit hole with me. I appreciate it. I, I, I've loved your guys' input. Let's um, let's hit some songs one last time. Who's up? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll throw this in first, man. Limp Biscuit, no sex.
<laughs> yes, really. Ah, oh, fitting, fitting, fitting. Okay, this guy. <laughs> just negated all the hours of work we just did. <laughs> Holy shit. Mountain Man, give me a song. Oh, God. Don't, don't, dude, if you give me a sex song, I am coming through this fucking <laughs> I'm actually going to go to a song that Sin will enjoy, uh, since it's, uh, it's kind of the Seattle rock old history of uh, grunge. Yes. But the, the meaning of this song is actually an awesome meaning. It was back in the 80s whenever everybody was trying 90s. to... 90s. 90s, whatever. Shut the fuck. Thank you for correcting me either way. Yeah, he wasn't even born then. <laughs> right, I think he was like two years old when his song came out, ladies and gentlemen. Keep that in mind. Probably. Um, either way, whenever hunger was being such a bad thing then, which it still is now, and I still think his song could very much carry deviance into now, uh, expressing we need to start helping each other. With everybody helping communities and stuff out for people and children that are starving, uh, Sin, you remember the title, so please run with it. Chris Cornell with Eddie Better, ladies and gentlemen, for your listening pleasures. Tempo of the Dog, Hunger Strike. <laughs>
哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇
certainly was in the right. Wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. Money, 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 money. Money. I know that's not the song. Just as a heads up, so she don't know if you know, but one of your favorite singers with Corey Taylor actually covered that song not too long ago, Hunger Strike. Who is my favorite singer? Who? Heidi, what is her name? Storm? From Hailstorm. That ain't his favorite singer. Uh, uh, Lizzie, Lizzie Hale. Hale. No, thank not my, you. Yes. Not one of my favorite singers, but she does have powerful vocals. So. She is. Like, and and I, and I imagine that version was better than Hailstorm that one. For nearly a year. Don't give me that shit. No, but. No, it's not one of my favorite singers. She has a powerful voice. I love it. But I thought, it's not one of my well, favorite. I thought that was one of your favorite bands either way. So that's why I stated that. Oh, no. No, not, not at all. I think they're a, a, a good up and comer. Has some solid, have have a solid discography, but not one of my favorite bands. They're definitely a good rock band. Okay, well, uh, if you get a chance, all right. If you get a chance, look it up on YouTube. Her and Corey Taylor covering it actually done pretty good. Yeah, we'll see. Because I just had to listen to it here. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Anything to promote? Uh, Holiday season coming up, uh, yeah, I'm going to promote, because I know what you two are getting ready to, and I ain't going to steal anything from that. Uh, I'm going to promote St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Guys, for all y'all that, that don't know anything about it, I've done a little bit of research. During Christmas time, it is very hard to an extent for a lot of them kids to get Christmas presents from Santa Claus. So I'm going to say definitely if y'all get opportunity, definitely promote to them. Uh, or not promote, donate to St. Jude's to help all them little kids that's having... Oh, the Children's Research Hospital. Very well done. Yes, definitely send some money out there for them kids that are having to stay in the hospital and be there during the holiday season and their families. Definitely look to have a heart for that, if y'all don't mind, and donate as much as humanly possible. That's all I got for promotion. Sid, anything to promote? Man, first of all, I'm going to second that right there. Uh, Word. I'll third it right now to save myself the trouble later. Right. Uh, I want to actually say, well, something kind of promote two things. One, uh, I know I hear in the Vegas Valley, we do a thing called Toys for Tots. Uh, if you guys are, That's everywhere. yeah, if you guys, you know, see those nice trucks out there, you know, donate for sure a gift for them kids. Uh, a little yes, toy. Yes, that's actually, uh, uh, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, um, but going off of that, I just want to let people know that Toys for Tots is something that's sponsored by the United States Marine Corps Reserve. They've been doing it for years and years and years. Go ahead, Sam. Yep, yep, indeed. And then uh, also our veterans that are out there, man, there are a lot, a lot of homeless veterans out there. Now, let me explain something, because out here we have what we call panhandlers, which are all over the United States. But if you actually pay attention and look at these people, if you see them wearing a hat that says USA or US Vietnam vet or Korean vet, any type of vet that's out there, you see them actually wearing something that they fought for this country for out there struggling in the street. And they got a fucking sign that says, hey, I need a dollar for a beer. Give them that fucking dollar. And if it's for a beer, you know what? That's probably going to be the last beer that they have. 
that probably be the only Christmas gift they have. Take your time. I'll tell you what, if you can afford to get these people, let's say an evening in your home to have dinner, to be able to shower and to have a roof over your head, please do so because, man, PTSD is a serious issue for all vets out there, whether they're female or male. You see them out there, man. They're not bullshitting you. Okay, they're the one, there are kids out there that are panhandling. They can, if you want to donate to them, fine. But just know that the, the vets that are out there are struggling. And if you see them this holiday season, if you don't want to give them money, go home, make them food and take them a plate of food. Do that because I lost my dad, possibly, quite possibly, at Asian Orange. He was in the Vietnam War in the Asian Orange era, and that shit hit him and took him in 91. The holiday seasons are a deep time for me in the year. I will be going out personally myself in December to a few locations out here in the Vegas Valley that are helping the vets to go help and basically volunteer my time to go and cook for them. And I don't even cook. I'm going to go basically to try to help and learn this year. That's all I got, brother. Yeah, great. So, so Sin's going to go poison the fucking vets. No, way, way I'm go. not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I appreciate that. Uh, and as a veteran who's not yet homeless, I think that's a great cause. And I absolutely agree. Get out there and do your part. Um, what I have to promote, see, you fuckers making me look bad, but you know what? It's not so bad. ThatMetalStation.com next weekend is running a charity function. It's an all-request weekend. Now, here's the catch. To request a song, you must buy a ticket. Go to www.ThatMetalStation.com. You'll find the link right above the schedules. One dollar gets you one song. Now here's why we're doing it. We're doing it for Mission Music. In fact, listen to this. Hey everyone, this is Rich Olson from the Brothers Grimm. I want to tell you about Mission Music. Mission Music is a non-profit charity organization that provides free musical instruments to underserved children. Renting an instrument can cost up to $50 a month, and to purchase one can be in the hundreds or even the thousands. Mission Music's goal is to eliminate the financial barriers to music education so that all children can have the opportunity to learn regardless of their ability to pay. Completely funded by the generosity of our supporters through instrument donations and financial contributions. Mission Music depends on help from music lovers like you to keep musical instruments in the hands of our kids. On November 17th, 18th, and 19th, ThatMetalStation.com will be hosting a special live marathon to benefit Mission Music. Our DJs will be running live 24-7 with awesome music, awesome metal, should I say, live talk, and more, all to raise help and awareness uh, and support for Mission Music. So check out Mission Music at MissionMusicNow.org to learn more and don't forget to tune in to thatmetalstation.com 24-7 on November 17th, 18th, and 19th to show your support from Mission Music. That's right. That was the great Rich Olson, one-third of the Brothers Grimm, explaining what the Mission Music Project is. It's basically putting musical instruments into the hands of underprivileged youth, those that might not be able to afford to buy their instruments. Let's keep music alive in these schools. All requests weekend. Now, here's the best part. Does not matter what genre of music you want to hear culture club you want to hear beethoven you want to hear cookie monster whatever those cookie monster bands are it does not matter you can request whatever you want 
this weekend only. Starts at 4 p.m. Friday, Eastern Standard Time, and it ends at midnight Sunday at the end of the Power Hour. And be sure and remember, Bushy actually plays 9 Eastern till midnight. Play every song he hates. That'll be edited out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, come in there. That's a great charity. It'll cost you a buck. You can request any song you want. Just give the DJ your ticket number. We'll know what it is. We'll get the song on the air all weekend long, starting this coming Friday, 4 p.m. It's going to be a good time. All right. So, final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts for me, man. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, back to our topic of conversation and debate today on the plug with Bushy Sin the Mountain Man. Prepare your children for life, man. Um, let them know, like I said, the demons that are out there that will attempt to try to take over your child. So basically, live your life every day like it's your last, man. Other than that, this is your boy Sin. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, I am out. Not mad. I, I've been trying to hit a trial button for 30 seconds. I can't find one. <laughs> no, just kidding. My final thought, thoughts, same as always, guys, stay sick. Take care of one another. Skitter pal, meow, meow. Mountain Man out. I love, I love that Mountain Man brought back his original final thoughts. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Consistency. Motherfuckers, bye vinyl. We'll see you next week. Hi, this is Mark Olden Taylor from the Freeform Rock Podcast, where we rock and roll all night and party every day. Come check us out on iTunes and Podbean. Thank you very much. Hey, bangers, Big Bushy here. What are you doing every Saturday and Sunday morning, 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time? I tell you what you should be doing. You should be tuning in to DJ Sato and his night shift. That's right, all genres of metal, all requests honored, only on ThatMetalStation.com. But remember, whatever you do, don't fall. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wanna rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You gotta fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern. The Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it too. Seems like we've just begun when, when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon I know. What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on the plug. See you next week.
wide wonder at the joy they had found. The head nurse spoke up, said, leave this one alone. She could tell right away that I was bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. Bad. Bye. 